Welcome back. We have music. <laughs> we have music. We're, We're really so up in low. our game. <laughs> <laughs> We're trying. We are trying. I mean... We're pretty low tech with how we're doing that music. So hopefully it sounds good in production. I don't know what it's called. <laughs> After we edit the editor. Yeah. 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 You, can, mm. you can blame me. Yeah. <laughs> it is a royalty free music. So we should be good to go on using it. <laughs> we hope. Don't sue us if it's not. If it's not. But I, I, you know, the library people told me how, you know, it, we should be able to use it. So. Well, that's good. Thank yeah. Goodness for librarians. Thank goodness for the Mardigian Library <laughs> at the University of Michigan Dearborn. <laughs> but Erin, we launched our podcast. I know this is exciting, but it's also very vulnerable because all the episodes yeah. were like very pre-recorded. pre-recorded. So I just, you know. I know. Kind of, kind of scary. <laughs> I know. The first one I said I was nervous. And then this one, which for us, this is not, you know, we've recorded quite a few now, but this is the first one we've recorded since launching. Yeah. And I feel vulnerable again, just like the first one. Like I'm naked in front of some <laughs> strangers or something. <laughs> I know. I definitely feel the last few episodes I've been in the hot seat. You so, have been. Mm-hmm. This is going to be exciting that I'm not in the freaking hot seats. So. Yeah. Well, and I've had a really lovely view from where I've been just commenting away on your love life <laughs> and on your, your making out with no tongue. <laughs> so I, it's, you know, I'm going to feel even more vulnerable, I guess. Maybe, probably not. Honestly, I'm an open book about pretty much everything. So but we'll see after this podcast. Eek. Yeah. <laughs> but what's been going on with you? Good. <laughs> Nothing too exciting. I do have a date on Saturday or Friday. Yeah, this Friday. Great. So we'll, we'll see how that goes. Yeah. Um, how long have you been talking to them? A day. <laughs> oh, wow. A day and you already have a date. Mm-hmm. That seems faster than normal. Yeah. Usually, because they want to talk to you for like a week. This guy was like, let's get to it. And I'm like, I'm all about that. I love it. I love it. Mm -hmm. Good. Well, I can't wait to hear. I hope hope he's a podcast episode worthy date. Yeah. For more reasons than one. Yeah. I hope it goes well. Yeah, we shall see. And then other than that, my lovely child, Oliver, my cat is his second year around the sun today so yeah we celebrated that but other than that oh, oh yeah God. I saw the pictures on Instagram <laughs> Alex yeah. said oh my gosh Aaron does too much <laughs> he said <laughs> just before we jumped on that's so oh, funny. he's a very photogenic cat because you do have your favorite you love Winston more let's just call let's favorite. just call it what it is you love Winston more but I love Oliver and he is so pretty okay that is not true just Oliver like I said is sweet and sensitive and a little shy and Winston is I need my attention I need it now so mm-hmm. he is more demanding Mm. Oliver is not like, (laughs) did I tell you the story when I moved down here, my mom and I had to switch from, I couldn't sit on the, in the passenger seat when she drove and and vice versa. Cause Winston had to sit in the front. 
Oh my gosh. That's, I feel like <laughs> that's too much. That's too much. Not you and your yeah. picture taking, but Winston and his needs. Yeah. He yeah. wouldn't stop crying. Oh, um, so anyways, sweet boy, you had something special going on. Oh yeah. It was my anniversary. That's exciting. <laughs> yeah, I say with such excitement in my voice. Yes, it was our five-year anniversary this past Friday, and we didn't do anything for it. But that is it for a lot of reasons, but we are this coming weekend. We're doing a date night, so. Okay. But we woke up, and we said happy anniversary, and that was about as romantic as it got. Yeah. We had the kids. He did take the day off and I have Fridays off. So we both were off and we had some more home reno stuff happen on Friday. So we got our, our countertops were delivered and installed in our kitchen. And then um, Alex took Hattie to swim and we, my sister and her kids and husband were in town. So we all went out to dinner and then came back to my house and hung out watching Kanto, watched in Kanto probably the 100th time, <laughs> if not higher. That is a lowball <laughs> estimation of how many times I've seen that movie. So yeah, that was our big, exciting day, except we said no gifts, or at least I thought we said no gifts because we've been spending so much money on our house renovation. Mm -hmm. And so he told me the night before that he got me a gift. And I was like, what? You weren't supposed to do that. And he was like, you know, that was, I had already bought it like way before we said this. And I was like, shoot, shoot, shoot. I mean, I didn't feel bad because we said no gifts, Mm -hmm. but anyway, long story short, the next day, our actual anniversary, he was like, do you want your present? And he was acting like it was an amazing gift. And he was all doing this on purpose because it was a very sweet gesture actually, but it wasn't expensive. Someone he works with makes ornaments. like out of pieces of wood, like branches, you mm-hmm. know, like a sliver of a branch. Yeah. And then he burns sayings into them. So he burned, you're still my lobster. Or like after all these years, you're still my lobster. I'm guessing that's an inside joke. Well, because it's from friends. Because like Phoebe says, like Ross and Rachel are each other's lobsters. And that was our cake topper. Like it said, you're my lobster. Okay. So I thought that was so cute. Mm -hmm. Like so thoughtful. And Alexander is a lot of things. And thoughtful is... Not always one of them. (laughs) So I thought it was extremely thoughtful because it like called back to our wedding and a favorite show. And five years is the the wood is like the symbol or the, oh, the, you know how like there's like paper and of how long you've been committed to somebody. Yeah, I guess like, (laughs) it's like anniversaries have like themes and five years is wood. So anyway. I thought it was a very sweet gesture. And I my gift to him was not spending any money. So <laughs> I'm a present. So happy anniversary, yes. But it was five years from the wedding day. It's crazy. Five years. Seems like not enough time. Like <laughs> well, I know. And then you you think of what you've done in five years. Yeah. Like that's like yeah. Two, two kids, two houses. Yeah. 
you yeah, know, we moved, we've moved several times. Yeah. Kids, dogs. Well, we already had the dogs, but mm-hmm. jobs, new jobs, all of that, all, all within five years. So good, good thing. We're still here, I guess. I don't really know. It honestly feels like way longer, honestly, than five years. Yeah. Well, I mean, it has and in reality, yeah. <laughs> it's been since you were 14, but yes, yes. Legally, my mom was like, I can't believe it's already been five years. And I'm like, already been, I feel like we've lived lifetimes <laughs> by now. Like we, <laughs> I feel like we've done so much in five years that five years feels not long mm-hmm. enough, but you know, yeah. here we are. we're celebrating we're I'm putting it out into the universe in 2027 for our 10 year anniversary slash 35th birthday because it both hit at the same time or the same year we're gonna go to Germany for Oktoberfest because that's right up your all all alley (laughs) yeah and it feels like a little like right right on the nose, like perfect. Cause we got married in a brewery. So like, it only feels right to like celebrate 10 years at Oktoberfest. So, mm-hmm. and that happens in September. So kind of in between our birthdays and our anniversary. So here's to hope when we get there, if <laughs> we don't kill each other first. <laughs> well, let's hope these questions I'm about to ask you about marriage get you to Oktoberfest still. <laughs> yeah, seriously. I, so, so some background we've done our other episodes have focused on Aaron. So we thought it was about time to <laughs> focus on me. <laughs> time for that hot seat. So Aaron prepped questions for me and I promise I didn't look at them. I don't know what they'll entail or how many we'll actually get through, but you know, so are you ready, ready? when you are? I okay. guess. Sure. <laughs> okay. So I'm going to start out easy for you. All okay. right. Okay. <clears throat> As a kid, before you met Alex, mm-hmm. like, did you dream of ever getting married? Did you have a picture of like what your engagement looked like, your wedding, mm-hmm. anything like mm-hmm. that? Mm-hmm. Did you did you have dreams or visions? Yes, I did have visions. I did think I was going to get married. I wanted to very badly. I well, I really always wanted a boyfriend. And then I got one. And so then since meeting Alex, I've always wanted to get married specifically to him. And I didn't have visions of what an engagement would look like because again, I always envisioned marrying him. So, and I know him, I didn't want to, I didn't want to, how should you say, you know, like when you really set your sights on something and then it doesn't turn out to be quite what you imagined and then you're disappointed, but there was really no reason to be disappointed because you like made this whole thing up in your head. You know what I mean? Like, so I tried really hard not to think of how he would propose because I control a lot of things in our relationship. So that was one thing I didn't want to control. So I didn't really picture what that would be, except I made very clear, like I stated it very clearly. I did not want it recorded. And I did not want someone hiding in a bush to take a photograph (laughs) because I wanted it to, like, it's so much more magical in my memory than Mm -hmm. it is when I have like, 
my fortunes and my bad angles, you know what I mean? And I was wearing basketball shorts. So it wasn't even like it was, <laughs> and I was wearing a sweatshirt like in Florida. So, you know, I was like a sweaty mess and I hadn't showered to be honest in probably days. Cause I had the day off like that day and it was coming off a long weekend. So I just, I knew I'd be so critical of what a photo would look like that I didn't mm-hmm. want. I didn't want I wanted to remember like what I remember and not what the photo took in the video. Plus I thought that would be too much for Alex to plan. So yeah. With your wedding, did you picture exactly what it was or did you picture something completely different? Oh yeah. No, I mean, Pinterest. I don't know what I pictured. I definitely did not know I was going to get married in a brewery because had I known I would not have booked my reception hall first. But a really fun fact, and then I'll actually answer your question, is where our reception took place is where my parents' reception took place. Mm. So like the physical location. So I thought that was really fun, like a fun little anecdote there. But no, I, I'm i sure at one point I thought I was going to get married in a church. And then that changed. <laughs> so you know I was raised and went to a Catholic school Mm -hmm. and so I'm sure I thought that was going to be a thing at one point but no I knew I wanted a big old wedding and as I got older I knew I wanted like a super fun party but honestly I was one of my first friends to get married so I didn't think too far outside of the box which like if I got married today my wedding would be close to what it was but slightly different like a little more like me stuff. as your bridesmaid I'm I know I'm no I'm yes kidding. no that's like an obvious <laughs> one that is like an obvious one well even back then you should have been I was too focused on numbers and it's honestly ridiculous so we won't it, go back like once. I said we've talked about it before it honestly worked out because like I had just moved Mm-hmm. And, and you were my 30th birthday matron of honor. I so, was, honestly. I was, and I rocked that. <laughs> But yeah, so I don't know if I had exact visions, but I did know that I wanted a lot of people. I didn't want no mm-hmm. small wedding, that's for sure. And I wanted free alcohol, which <laughs> which I had. So <laughs> I will say your like what do you call it? Alcohol bar or whatever mm-hmm. was probably the most stocked that I've ever been to because my cousin Shelby had a wedding the same year, like a couple months before you and they got married. And then like right across the hall was the reception. And mm-hmm. so all of us, while they went to go take pictures, went to go right. get some drinks. Well, the only thing they had was like Chardonnay, red wine, and like Bud Light or Bud Weiser. Yeah. You know, so yeah. when I came to yours, I was like, oh my gosh. Yeah. Well, you know, we, we dance the dance when it comes to alcohol. <laughs> we, we like it. So, so for those who don't know, I got married in a brewery and we had doors open, I think like an hour and a half before the wedding actually started, <laughs> which is an absurd amount of time. That is so early, but And it was an open bar Mm pre-ceremony. And then during the ceremony, 
it stayed open and then following the ceremony and then we provided transportation for anyone who needed it from the wedding like the brewery to the reception hall and then it was open bar from then on so it was just open bar for un- I mean Popping my bottles. wedding probably was at like 4 <laughs> 30 is probably this time it started so if you came when the doors opened at three you were drinking from three till midnight <laughs> so and I will have you know I drank I think maybe maybe one glass of champagne that morning and one beer and that was it that was it the whole day. So, That's insane. Yeah. I would think you'd be drinking more than just that. No, I really, I am a hopeless romantic. I really wanted to remember it. And like, I wanted to be in a good mood the entire time. So I didn't want to turn. I don't tend to turn when I drink, but I, I didn't want to chance it. So yeah, I had I don't even know if I, I know I had McDonald's breakfast that morning because that's incredibly important to me. It's having a McGriddle and a hash brown, probably two hash browns and a large fountain diet Coke. So I know I had that. I don't, I don't know. I might've had a glass of champagne, but, and then I know I only had one beer the whole rest of the night. Yeah. That kind of sucks. Cause like you, it's your celebration of your togetherness with Alex yeah and you don't even get to drink like yeah well I mean I could have I just didn't Alex also had like a bajillion people to talk to at your wedding yes I had a lot of people also my now then husband newly married husband spent most of the time outside and I was annoyed af but that's okay (laughs) it's fine we've gone to several weddings following our wedding at the same reception place. And it happens every single wedding I've ever been there. Like everyone always ends up outside. There's like a patio with like Mm -hmm. a fire table thing. So everyone ends up outside anyway, but yeah. Yeah. But it was a really good night. And then it ended. I think he'd feel comfortable saying his name. One of our groomsmen, Anthony, he came, so the room that I stayed the night in, we, I stayed at the hotel with some bridesmaids, not all of them, but a couple of them. And so that room then turned into the room that the guys got ready in during the day. And then it turned into the room Alex and I stayed in that night. So like it wore a lot of hats. So when we got back to the hotel, some people had to come up and get their stuff out of the room. Like some people had already taken it and some didn't. So Anthony, one of our groomsmen was one of the people who needed to come get his stuff. And I don't think we've ever like told him this story in this way. Maybe we have, I'm not sure. But so he comes up and a couple other people came up to our room too. Mm -hmm. And but like Alex and I are ready to go to bed. And I don't mean like go to bed. I mean like we know. We're just like <laughs> yeah, we're like just ready to freaking sleep, right? So so <laughs> okay, so we're getting tired. I'm trying to take out my hair, like with all the bobby pins, and Anthony's like, here, let me help you. <laughs> so instead of 
Alex helped me, or me just doing it myself, or Alex helping me take out my hair. Anthony was helping me take out my hair. <laughs> and like Anthony is like a sweet, sweet man. And he's also very single, I'm pretty sure, still. So anyone out there is listening who's looking for a really sweet, kind Italian man who's in construction and muscular, whatever he he's for you. Cause he is just a doll face, but anyway, he's helping take out my hair, which is so sweet. And a couple people are sticking around and we're like all having a drink or whatever, but now it's like time to go because we're tired. So Alex takes off his pants, like thinking that will symbolize that it's like you're like please oh my gosh and people are <laughs> taking the hint like I can't even remember who else was in the room there was like one or two other people so they're like getting the hint and Anthony goes oh sweet like it's pants free time or whatever he says <laughs> so he takes his pants off and just hangs out with us in our room and his oh underwear were amazing they were amazing because I had requested that the guys take a picture of themselves with their button-ups with their underpants on and then mm-hmm. like the socks we got them for the wedding and it's one of my favorite pictures from our wedding but Anthony knowing this ahead of time wore like boxer briefs that had a big snake mouth over top of his bits so he's just <laughs> sitting in our room with his underpants with his big snake mouth like open <laughs> for the world to see so anyway so that's what I did the night of my wedding I hung out with my husband and Anthony <laughs> well he didn't wear pants <laughs> they were just sitting on the couch pantsless oh my gosh I have no words for that like that <laughs> I would have just been like, can't you read the room? Like, yeah, I think I just went back to the bed and I just like laid down. I was like, whatever. I was, I'll just do my own thing. So, but it was so fun. And honestly, it's way better than like doing what people typically do the night of their wedding. It's a way better story. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. For sure. Yeah. But anyway, no. So I did not think that that was what my wedding was going to look like. Definitely not how I thought it was going to end, but yeah, (laughs) makes sense. Okay. (laughs) Okay. What's the question? Okay. So we've had this discussion when I lived with you back in 2020, because you were trying to achieve one of your life goals Uh and you ended up failing, not really failing because you still hit it, but you didn't, you failed in the sense that you didn't hit it when you wanted to. Right. So let's discuss your life goals with marriage. Did you have a life goal? I'm going to be married at this age. And I know you wanted to have kids at 28, but discuss the specifics. (laughs) Yes. Well, it was very clear to me that Alex was the one. Um, I, but I think these numbers existed even before Alex, to be honest, like I'm, I'm, I'm pretty confident they existed before I knew him, but it was to be married by 25 children for sure the marriage part I was a little more flexible on kids either outside of my body or inside of my body at the age of 28 like on my 20th birthday I'm like I'm sure a house was in there somewhere like somewhere in between and I basically achieved all of my goals and dreams because I'm a goal setter and I do not I may not exercise but I'm very disciplined in other ways (laughs) so (laughs) I I truly 
yeah. Oh, like graduate college, of course, was on the list. Like that had to happen. Things like that. And I've accomplished everything I've ever said I was going to accomplish. <laughs> you know, <laughs> no bragging there. But yeah, I wanted to be married younger-ish, not young. There are people in my life who've gotten married younger and that's their choice. I didn't want to get married young, but I wanted to get married at like a reasonably younger age. Mm-hmm. And I wanted to be pregnant by 28, which I technically didn't do that by one. And you month. were extremely disappointed. Oh, I was very disappointed. I was very, very distraught about that situation. But yeah, I mean, I wanted there to be time in between when I got married and when I had kids, because I thought that that was important. And I do think that time was important to be married, but without kids. But then when I was ready for kids, like I was ready. So Mm -hmm. I was bummed when I was 28 and had not had a baby and was not pregnant at the time. So, Mm -hmm. but I got pregnant the next month. (laughs) I knew when I was... Making a baby is like crazy. If you don't know the science behind it, honestly, like it's pretty wild. Like the window of opportunity that you have. And we were extremely active in terms of like tracking and stuff to like make Hattie. So for all those people who just get pregnant, like that's incredible. And they're so fortunate because that is definitely not mm-hmm. what happened with Alex and I, and definitely not the case for so many people. So what they teach you in health class isn't always true. Yeah. Well, we didn't even have health class, Erin. I, I did. Was, no, I'm saying I. Oh, oh, oh. Yeah. I yeah. Yours was abstinence. <laughs> uh, to be honest, to be honest, and I really hope my family doesn't listen to this, <laughs> but like I had sex before I even probably knew what sex was, to be honest. Yeah. So, <laughs> to be honest, I didn't even know there was anything in between kissing and having sex before. Like that's, that's, that was the jump. That was the jump. For us, we didn't do any of the things in between. Isn't that so weird? But anyway, that's a different story. (laughs) (laughs) That's like an after dark podcast, but, but yeah, I was, I was very committed to hitting my timeline and that's why like when I turned 30, I was freaking out for sure. But I also felt really good because I did what I wanted. I don't care what other people do. Like Mm -hmm. I set the goals for myself. I don't care what people's timelines are you know other than my own and Alex's Alex's has to match (laughs) (laughs) yeah well I mean we're arguing well we're not arguing we entered into our marriage with a with a compromise that we would have three children if we were able to have three children and we have two so Alex wants to stop and I want to keep going but he, we entered in at three, so it'll be my decision if we don't have three or not, not his. <laughs> and that I mean, is how I don't, I don't, I don't have any skin in this game, but like, yeah. I, I mean, I definitely sometimes think you wear the pants oh, in this relationship. We, yeah, we, and so, we share the pants, but I do wear them in some ways. Mm-hmm. In specific areas. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So like, yes. this is a subject where you're like, you know, I'm in control. Yeah. <laughs> there it will be my decision if we have one because we entered into it with an agreement like I would not say it's my decision had we said 
let's see what happens or we yeah. want to or whatever then it wouldn't but we entered in I wanted four he wanted two we said if we can have kids we want to have three so here we are folks here we are at the precipice <laughs> well, of three well here's here's a devil's advocate or I don't know what the right saying is yeah agreement like yes you settled into an agreement but people mm-hmm. change, things change. Right, right. Stress Benetly. levels. Yeah, no. I know. Stress levels, you know, money, mm-hmm. all that stuff. Mm-hmm. So would you consider, I know you said you entered in, but would you yeah. consider changing? Yes. To okay. four. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm not. I'm kidding. Well, I'm not. Cause I would be having kids <laughs> to be honest, but cause I love them. Yes. I am considering these two munchkins that I have being my only two, which is surprising to me because I told myself three. Mm-hmm. So that'll be very hard for me. That'll be the hardest part is figuring out if current and future me is okay with like disappointing past versions of myself you know yeah I really want three I really want four but my husband and I decided on three and so three is okay yeah plus I I have I don't have enough room for four so but it's my decision because it, it was it was our decision and now it's my decision at least <laughs> if that makes any sense so alex think- is warming up to the idea of three and i am warming up to the idea of two okay yeah well at least you're taking it into consideration like yeah it's not i like, mean mm-hmm. you know. yeah i would not have even considered it had grady and hattie been so close in age Mm-hmm. that's making me consider not having another one because that one will be kind of like all on its own. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. so that makes sense. Yeah. So I'm going to slide into the next question here. Slide in there. So you've said this a few times. I knew Alex was the one. Mm-hmm. So my next one is why Alex? Mm-hmm. And then even to a deeper question, like why set your sights on him in a sense and never look back. Mm. as we've said in our little introduction yeah well so at first it was because he was so cute and it truly was because of his butt and his bravery in homeroom (laughs) truly truly that was it it doesn't go much deeper so I had a crush on him instantly I technically dated somebody in high school before I dated him yeah Yep. He was a very nice boy. We watched scary movies, which like, I hate scary movies. So I don't even know who I was pretending to be at the time, but I had a mega crush on Alex all the while. And we actually, the three of us went to a movie together and my mom drove us and she was like, that boy likes you. And I was like, yeah, obviously like, he's like my boyfriend. And she was like, no, the other one, the other one being Alex. And I literally was like over the freaking moon when she said that because I was like oh my gosh the boy I really like has crush on you so anyway it was that movie Clockwork Orange maybe with Will not Will Friedle with Will Ferrell yeah Clockwork Orange was like in the 70s yeah it's not Clockwork Orange and everybody who's like a real movie person (laughs) is gonna be so mad that I'm conflating these two movies Wolf Riddell clock movie. 
It's called Stranger Than Fiction. <laughs> it has nothing. It does have to do with clocks. <laughs> I knew it wasn't clockwork. <laughs> what is it? Clockwork. Clockwork orange. Let's see. <clears throat> it's a that's a dystopian crime film adapted produced and directed by stanley Kerr. is a 1971 yeah. dystopian <laughs> it's based on anthony burgess's 1962 novel by the same name and apparently it's controversial because of its depictions of graphic violence mm-hmm. let me just tell you what the plot of stranger than fiction <laughs> stranger than fiction um it says a mentally unstable IRS auditor, Will Farrell, hears an author, Emma Thompson's voice in his head and discovers that he is the ill-fated protagonist of her latest work. See, it's like real people turn into like a book storybook character. Anyway, it also stars Queen Latifah and Dustin Hoffman. So not clockwork porn. But anyway, so that was the movie. But yeah, so why Alex? I thought he was so cute. I was his first kiss. So I think that's really sweet. So I just really liked that I was his first. And for literally everything and I thought that was just so sweet he didn't like me he said until June of 2007 we started dating in January of 2007 so clearly it took him a long time to warm up to me but I don't really know I honestly don't know I just really liked him like instantly instantly liked him like I felt good you know about it like I was I thought he was so cute and his personality, I think, really, really compliments mine. And I think it even did back then. So I think that's what initially was good. Our senses of humor are very similar. So I think that helps when you can like laugh at the same things. And then why did I never look back? I honestly think he's like the most attractive person on the face of the planet. Oh, that's sweet. <laughs> Yeah, I think he's so cute. And I think in so many ways, I'm very, very confident, but then I'm also insecure too. Mm -hmm. And he does not like make me feel insecure. Like there is nothing like I will do. (laughs) I will do everything in front of him. I'm not embarrassed or ashamed or anything. As I've gotten older, that part has felt really good about a relationship, you know, (laughs) Just like when your body changes as you get older or when you get pregnant or any of that stuff, all of that feels good and comfortable. I mean, we live together. So everything happens. Like I'm a poop with the door open kind of gal. Mm -hmm. Like I'll do that in front of him. He is repulsed by that, but But I'll still do it. So yeah. So that makes me feel really good. And again, I really think it's like sense of humor. We're interested in the same things. Like we are television obsessed family for sure. So like, unlike you, I don't need an outdoorsy kayaking person. I need someone who can sit on the couch, honestly, seven days straight and not even feel bad about it. Like, just like I wake up in the morning and sometimes I'm like pumped just for like 8 PM to hit. So I can sit on the couch and watch TV with him. You know what I mean? Mm Mm-hmm. So I think that's really helpful. We're equally lazy. (laughs) 
Like, that makes us have a successful marriage, but too, we like house stuff. We are open to the same amount of traveling. I know you don't like when people say they're into traveling and don't. Okay. Um, it's not that I, okay. Right. Yeah. You did say, okay. You were correct. Cause I thought you said something different. Yeah. Continue. Yeah. But I, I think too, like we want the same things. Our belief system is the same, you know, just like we're different in a lot, a lot of ways, but we are. I think way more similar mm-hmm. than we are different. So yeah. yeah. And he puts up with me. I'm acquired. Like I said that in an episode already, but like, it's legitimately true for friends and especially for spouses. So, or like spouse, I only have one. <laughs> mm-hmm. So anyways, the thing that I have gotten from some of our listeners, yeah. <laughs> what are they saying? <laughs> Is that one of them was like, has she never been on a date? I go, well, you should have listened to episode one and more depth that he would have. Yeah. yeah, never. But one of the biggest questions is like, had, did she never have the desire or the want to mm-hmm. date somebody else to mm-hmm. see mm-hmm. what it was like? Because mm-hmm. I mean, the longest relationship I had, like, I was his first girlfriend. Yeah. And I, I think one of the reasons we ended up breaking up for numerous reasons, but one of them was because I think he wanted to yeah, test other waters. Yeah. So did you ever have that like in college? Because we had mm-hmm. a discussion one time, our senior year at Boltwood, I remember where I was sitting mm-hmm. and we kind of had a discussion about it, but I was just wondering, did yeah. you ever have those thoughts? Do you yeah, ever want to act on those thoughts? Like if you two, had, when you guys were broken up, yeah. In quotations. Yeah. So I, I, I'm trying to see how to answer this like succinctly <laughs> and truthfully. I think it's yes. And no, mm-hmm. I will say from 2007 till 2010, there was no question for me. And then something happened. I don't know if it was because we were graduating high school. So we were moving on to another chapter or what I did start to like not love our relationship you know it wasn't like necessarily him it wasn't necessarily me Alex will say it's because I wanted to go be a hoe in college (laughs) I would argue that is not the case because I didn't go be a hoe in college so but anyway something would have done seeking arrangements (laughs) right something was off and I didn't quite like that and so I wanted to see if there was anything out there or what else was out there but honestly and so then something similar happened at the end of college again like transitional times for me are I think times of reflection so from high school to college, college to graduation. But in both instances, while I might have been interested just to see like what it was like to date somebody else, I really thought I was going to end up with Alex. So, so I guess too, like I was always, I mean, of course to say, I was not always curious, but around those two times of breaking up, I would say that's when curiosity struck. But it was more like to see because I knew it was going to be him anyway. Do you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like, yeah. And I never wanted to do something that would like jeopardize him and I like ending up together. So I would say that's why nothing ever did happen like in between. 
the two times we broke up. So I, to answer that person's question, I would say when our relationship was good, I never cared that he was the only person that Mm -hmm. I had ever dated or been with. And then around the two times where things started to get funky is when I'm sure I did think about it, but never wanted to do something that would make it so we couldn't get back together. That makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. Do you think he ever felt like? I've never asked him. Okay. And I don't no. want to know the answer. <laughs> he he says because I I want to go be a hoe. So I think he thinks that about me. I don't think I wanted to go be a hoe, to be honest. I think I just didn't love how we were together. So well, no, this like commitment can be exhausting. So maybe you were yeah, and we were tired, kind of you know, in both transitions yeah. times. So, you know, we were long distance during college. We were long distance after college. So, you know, that's like another element too. Mm-hmm. You got to like, if you're not physically near one another and your communication isn't great, then like, what are you? Like, you're not dating. If your communication isn't strong and you're physically not near each other, then like, you're literally just like friends who text (laughs) or like friends who talk sometimes. So I think that too, like at those two phases of our relationship, our communication wasn't very good. Mm -hmm. So, but yeah, honestly, no. And I am over the freaking moon that it was just that him and I never like dated anybody else or like got together with anybody else because I think that's like awesome like I'm not mad about that <laughs> no and I mean I think like you shouldn't be because if you did then yeah there'd be a much deeper issue <laughs> yeah yeah like I like we got married so obviously I felt like our communication game completely changed also we got to live together you know, like near each other and then together. But like now I, I know that him and I could go like, I mean, I would not want to go a year or two with, without living near each other, but like we totally could now. So yeah, I think that what was my point of saying that marriage, blah, blah, blah. But yeah, no, now like I, I am so happy that we didn't do anything in between and that we are the only people we've ever really dated. So yeah. 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 I like it because I'm also, I think I'm jealous. Like, I think I'm a very jealous person. So I'm very happy that there's no one I need to be jealous towards. (laughs) There was this girl who Alex took a picture of, I think one of the times you weren't together when he was like setting not with like not like with her but just like of her, of her. it was in his phone no it wasn't even his phone or it might have been in his phone but it was definitely like in a series of photos he took oh. a photo of one person okay studied abroad with and like that that person is dead to me so <laughs> oh <my God. laughs> i mean probably not how i feel at the, today but like it took me a long time to be okay with that. That feels so intimate to me. <laughs> I'm sure she was just like, "Can you take a photo of me?" And uh, yeah, it could have been just it. as simple as that. Yeah, but I don't trust that bitch. <laughs> so could you imagine if other things happened? <laughs> I am now that you say that. I am like so glad that you never entered 
what I deal with on a daily basis because you would not survive. You are I right. wouldn't. No, like to be <laughs> honest, Erin, like I wouldn't even engage. Like I wouldn't even, <laughs> I would just be single like a hundred percent because in my mind, and this is exactly how it did happen. I know when I was a little girl, like I didn't picture dating. I just pictured falling in love with someone, which is exactly what I do, I feel in general, I will instantly like love and adore on someone that I meet. Like Mm -hmm. not just in a relationship, obviously, but like friendship wise or work wise, like if it's not immediate for me, then. So like, honestly, I know I would not be dating people. I would just be waiting for them to find me and they'd find me in my pajamas on the stress call. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. No. Yeah. Okay. Well, if you weren't, since you're not in the, the, the dating world, yeah, let's get to the nitty gritty here. Oh, yeah. How oh. is marriage really like not the, Oh my God, I love waking up next to him. Like, mm, I don't, how is it, <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah. but how is it really like, and I know I have it right below that. What's the worst part, the best part, like you could probably combine yeah. all those in one, one question, but Mm-hmm. like get to basics here because like you know is it do I really want something like that in my future do I really want to be married Kelsey like yeah. let's get to it <laughs> so I can only speak to what it's like to be married to Alexander yeah it is a lot of patience <laughs> it's a lot of patience it's a lot of repetition It's a lot of, it is a lot of laundry. I mean, it's literally twice the amount of laundry. Yeah. But so it's a lot of the same. So like once you find someone, I feel like, and you can get in a routine with them, if you like that routine, whatever it is, like, don't expect it to be different. Cause like, that's what you're getting. Like that person's not changing. Just like you're not changing. I mean, you change and evolve, whatever, blah, blah, blah. But like, ultimately, no, you're not. And one time I really wanted him to volunteer. And this was back in college or high school. One of the times uh, it must've been college. I wanted him to volunteer and do this thing. And he didn't. And instead he just like sat and watched TV. And I was like, oh my gosh, like, that's horrible. You can do like this one volunteer opportunity with me, like this one time instead you watch TV. And he was like, I will never pick volunteering over what, or yeah, I will, I will always pick television, like over almost anything else. And I was like, honestly, at least you're being honest. (laughs) I like, I didn't like the answer, but I was like, that's true. And so mm-hmm. I just had to become okay with that. Like I had to decide, am I okay? But we do a lot more than watch TV, but it is a lot of TV because that's the thing. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think it's a lot of consistent routine repetition. So you got to find like the, the like magic and the spark, like in the in-betweens, you know? Okay. Like he, he's really good at like, if I'm running around in the kitchen doing something like sort of stopping in my way and like giving me a smooch like that's sweet that's Mm -hmm. so sweet so kind you know we always say love you good night smooch before we go to bed okay I guess the next question would be with that is arguments I know we argue a lot like I mean I've heard some of your arguments and I've had my own thoughts but like they're all good they're because I've given you a lovely compliment but yeah but we argue but how (laughs) 
but like, <laughs> how would you say like you handle those? Like, uh-huh. do you have to take a step back? Uh-huh. Do you guys just argue uh-huh. until the matter is settled? Uh-huh. Like, because I don't know, like to me, marriage is just a lot of like boring yeah, chat. Yeah, it is ch- boring chit chat. Mm-hmm. Boring chit chat about everyday stuff because you guys yeah. live together. Yeah. And then, you know, you got to choose each other every day because, yeah. like you said, it takes a lot of patience. Oh my gosh, arguing. so much patience. So much arguing, so much patience. So we didn't argue much, like in general. Mm-hmm. And then we had kids. And now we argue more. We are arguers. We do not, we don't do the passive aggressive thing. Like we are vocal arguers. We swear at each other, which is not common, I think, in marriages, but I personally love it. (laughs) (laughs) Because it's like, I could never, like, I know a lot of people say like, they argue, but like, as soon as the first person swears, like that person loses. As that, like the person who swears the loudest is the one who's taking the cake in my marriage. Like, you know what I mean? So <laughs> I think that him and I argue, we get over it quickly. Like we never let it linger. You what know are what some I mean? of like your biggest arguments? Not like you have to get into detail, but like, oh yeah. The well, Alex likes to sleep okay. in when our children are awake and need to be parented and every single morning I have to ask him to do the same (laughs) thing and it drives me freaking bananas because he knows he knows he knows but he doesn't care because he's like I just want to sleep so a lot of it is about him waking up that's our biggest, it's our biggest one. It's our most frequent one. A lot about the kids, you know, because I have, I want my kids' childhood to be magical. So like when it's just act, when we're just like acting like everyday people, after a while, I get a little irritated, irritated by it. And I want to see some like movement towards magic and not just like watching in Kanto. You know what I mean? Kind of what like what's magical to you? Like I want to see us all like sitting, playing on the floor, like doing an activity, going okay. to the zoo, not watching Encanto. You know what I'm saying? I see. Yeah. <laughs> so that's a big one. He argues though back, you know, he will argue. I will say when I am angry, it causes an argument. When he is angry, it's very few and far between. So I I don't think he ever, (laughs) I don't think he ever starts it. I think I am the only one who starts it, but that's, yes, but that tracks for our personality. One thing he doesn't like about me is that I don't clean the hair out of the drain of the shower and I shed. So he, (laughs) he does get very irritated by me for sure in that way. For sure. I get very irritated about say, Mm, he will go he will walk from the family room through the kitchen and put the pop can down in front of where the pop cans go instead of putting them in the pop can recycling mm-hmm. like can you know like he will bring it all the way there and then he like won't put it in the machine or not the machine but in the in the box so 
you know, stuff like that drives me super duper crazy. Yeah. So those seem like annoyances. Those are annoyances. So those don't create arguments. Only honestly, I think the only thing I argue about is the kids. And okay, it's okay. it's because I just need him to <laughs> wake up. Need him to do what I want him to do. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> but what I will give both of us credit for is I will tell him before I get to the point of anger that something's bothering me. So like if every day I'm moving his pop can after like day two, I'll say, you know, it's really starting to bother me that this, that you always make me move your pop cans. And I feel like you think I'm your maid. And then he'll say, well, I feel like you blah, 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 blah. And so like we go back and forth, you know what I mean? Like I tell him before it builds up because I am fiery. You are fiery. (laughs) I am fiery. And also- I can cut with my mouth. Like I can cut (laughs) with my mouth. You remind me of from inside out the anger, the the fiery flame point of like fire, because I've seen you argue with like your parents about politics. Oh yeah. Then you become that guy. Yeah. Yeah. No, cause it is true. Cause like, okay, it's like five days in a row. He wants to sleep in with, and like not get up with the kiddos with me. And so it's like, he knows every day. It's just like irking me a little bit more. And then on like maybe the sixth or seventh day, I like lose my shit. And then we like restart the whole pattern <laughs> till the next weekend. <laughs> and then I get mad again. But yeah, other than that, I-, I think I communicate my feelings pretty well. Or if I feel like I need more hugs during the day because I'm a needy ass bitch. We're going to have to put explicit on this podcast, but for this episode, but you know, if I want more hugs, I say, oh, you know, I think I'd like more hugs. <laughs> so I used to get so mad in high school because I would want a sweet message like every day. Cause like physical touch and words of affirmation are my two love languages of which Alex is, those are his bottom two. <laughs> so, <laughs> so we're really a great match, but so, um, I would want to wake up every day to a really sweet text message in high school. And like, he just wouldn't send them. And I'd get so mad that he wouldn't send them. But then I was like, but Kelsey, how does he know that he, that I want that? Mm -hmm. So I've just realized like, he's not a mind reader and I have very high expectations. And in order for him to meet those expectations, they need to be communicated. So if I feel I need more hugs, I tell the man that I need more hugs and then the man hugs me more. Like it's magical. You know what I mean? It's exactly like I get exactly what I want because I communicate exactly what I want. And that kind of feels like the magic is lost a little bit, but then like, he'll do really sweet things like the ornament. I didn't say I wanted that. So like, you know, you can still leave space for like, I don't know, like spontaneous stuff but if you want a hug every day tell your person you want a hug every day you know what I mean yeah no I mean I think that's I think communication obviously is like how Mm -hmm. relationships end divorces happen Mm -hmm. obviously on on numerous other reasons and so I think that's very healthy of you to be saying this is what I need right now does Alex do the same thing or does he make you figure it out (laughs) No, the man doesn't want anything. Like, I truly (laughs) think I'm amazing. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, well, I will say, I think the 2016 to 2021 me, I was an amazing wife. Like, amazing. 
And now we have kids and I don't think I'm that amazing. Like I'm definitely like all of my energy goes towards being a good mom. So I'm sure there are needs that he probably has. I don't know what they are. He doesn't tell me, but he also doesn't. He, I think he's a simple creature and I think that I'm enough for him. But you know what I mean? Like, I think, Mm -hmm. I think what we have is like what he needs. And honestly, what we have is what I need too. every once in a while. Like, I think it's more of a me problem than an us problem. When I'll say like, I need a little bit more of this Mm -hmm. or I need a little bit more of that. Or I'm like pretty stressed right now, just like in life with like the balance between work, mom and him. So often me asking him for support or like more is because of something from me not necessarily from him okay but yeah no he asks for nothing I used to cut him off in stories I used to say no that's not interesting move on tell me another story I never told you that <laughs> and he's never once told me that <laughs> oh my god more. More. I was at b-i-t-c-h in high school I think all 17 year old girls are horrible honestly I'm like not ready for Hattie to be one I wasn't uh, but I think we're all <laughs> crazy lunatic and I, I do not I, remember being a, a b-i-t-c-h in high school so. oh well I definitely do and yeah he would tell me stories on the phone and I'd be like oh that's a boring one could you find a different one <laughs> Isn't that horrible? Isn't that literally hor- why does he even? And you're like me? and you're making fun of me for telling some guy about he needs for hymns and yeah, Aaron. like you're telling yes, Alan needs to be entertained better. Tell him be a better yes. story. I would. I would say this is a really boring story. Every once in a while, he'll creep in and be telling a story that I don't really think people are interested, and I'll be like, Alex, gotta <laughs> tell that story better, <laughs> or like don't tell it. <laughs> I'm a horrible person. I mean, I did just, I think I claimed to be amazing, like rewind the tapes 15 seconds ago, but I am actually a horrible person, but I think I'm not an empath, but like I am, like I can just read interpersonally people. So I think I get too worried about other people's enjoyment when I'm like around them in particular with storytelling. So that's just a me issue though. But I don't do it to him anymore. Very, very rarely will I do that. That makes sense. Now, if someone were to come up to you and be like, hey, Kelsey, like I see you and Alex, you guys look like you have a great marriage. Yeah. I need some help with mine. Mm -hmm. What would be some advice that you would give somebody? Yes. Well, I think the first one would be that they're not mind readers. So if, like I said, if you want to hug every day, you tell that person you want to hug every day and then you hold them accountable. (laughs) (laughs) If they do not give you that hug, you bring it up. You say, Mm -hmm. I said that I really want to hug every day and I didn't get my hug yesterday. So like I need two today. You know what I mean? And you hold them accountable. I think accountability is super important communicating your needs and expectations and then holding those needs account, like holding your person accountable. I think when it comes with kids now, kids in marriage, that's like a whole other ball game. I think you got to like really double down on the communication and remember that, that like what I expect of our family could be different than what he expects of our family, you know? So I don't know, just like compromising on that a little bit, that like that vision. I think patience, like 
I do have to put Alex's cans away a lot. But he this has is to, really bothersome for you. I really hate it so much. A lot. <laughs> I really hate it so much. But he has to pull my hair out of the drain and he cooks and cleans the dinner half the time. You know how people like split the chores sometimes? Like if you cook, I'll clean. He cooks and I clean half the time. <laughs> so yes I think that I think having roles is really important like having things that you can just like take off of their plate like Alex does a lot of things for our family and I do not give him credit nearly enough for those things I do thank him though I will say okay actually I'm going to backtrack So I don't think that I appreciate in terms of like the hierarchy of the family needs, the things he does. But what I will say is the man takes out the trash every week without being asked. And there's a Nike ton of trash. Like there's a lot of trash. We have like three diaper bales and then, you know, a family of four. So there's a lot of trash. He always does that. He does the lawn. He does the cooking. He does... I don't know, a lot of stuff. I tend to think like making the children's day brighter is like more important than, but Mm -hmm. they're not, they're equal. But what I will say is I thank him for everything that he does. Every single time he does it. Every single time he takes out trash, thanks for taking out the trash. Every time he cuts on, thanks, thanks for doing that. So yeah, I think that's an important thing in marriage is thanking each other for the stuff that you do. Mm-hmm. yeah that and you know get it in every once in a while <laughs> That's important. well speaking of that my other question was because you guys have been together for so long yeah. not just including marriage but dating right. right how do you guys keep things spicy oh my gosh <laughs> really hope my family isn't listening that's an excellent question a lot of communication <laughs> is very important and we've ebbed and flowed in our relationship like in terms of I mean we lived away from each other for like a huge portion of our relationship so you know high school how more. often do you think people are getting it in and when they're married I don't know because on the real housewives podcast that I listen to they say like several times a week if not every day and I just think that they're lying yeah they're lying we're trying to figure it out currently what is what feels like the right quantity for us Mm -hmm. we're trying some different methods (laughs) (laughs) I was trying to follow better with Chardonnay an influencer I follow on Instagram her and her husband trade off like if she makes the move then the next time he has to make the move and vice Mm -hmm. versa that really works well in that relationship that does not work well in our relationship so and why so, doesn't it work well? Because you you want him to make the move, or correct? Okay, correct. I'd say a hundred times out of a hundred, I want. <laughs> <to make the laughs> but that's not fair to him, apparently. So, <laughs> so ninety nine times out of a hundred, I guess you can make the move, and I'll try once. No, so that that just doesn't work because because. Because that just won't work. That just doesn't work for us. We tried. That didn't work. 
<laughs> we're moving on. So another Instagram influencer that I follow, real t- retail cheapskate, her and her husband, it's scheduled every Friday. And then any other day of the week, it happens. It's just like bonus. Gosh, that, that sounds so robotic. Oh no. It sounds so wonderful to me. <laughs> I would just think, oh, it's Friday at four. Like, all right. Like, let's no, I love it. it, well, first of all, it would never be Friday at four, Aaron. It would be Friday at like 9 no, p.m. No, I'm just saying. When the when it is dark and the children are sleeping, Aaron. But I love that because I really like you know I love a plan and I love a routine. So I love that idea. That is not what we are currently doing, but it's what we're what we're building towards. Yeah, and then any other time is just bonus. I'd like to see a two time a week situation. I think that feels realistic, attainable, nice. Could you just? like not do the sex and do like the stuff prior and be fine or do you have to go all the way to it oh i i'd rather have a quickie before i do the other stuff no okay that's not true that's not true i would like a nice full session okay (laughs) i had to choose between all the other stuff or a quickie i would a hundred percent pick a quickie okay for sure Okay. Now that's just me. Now that couldn't be every time though. I could, I need the full sessions, but if I had to like pick, yeah, I'd pick. Okay. I think, I think I like them all. I like a good balance. I like a good shakeup, okay. but I like, I think two times a week feels right. Cause if I were to say any more than two times, like I just be lying to myself, to be honest, I work 10 hour days. How the hell am I supposed to have sex more than two times a week? You know what I mean? I got two kids. I- <laughs> I know. I got no time. You know what I'm saying? Just wait till they have like sports or, or like dance or whatever. I know. (laughs) I know. Yeah. Seriously. I can't even imagine. So yeah, I, I don't know though. Cause I know some of my friends married or not, like two times a week would not be nearly enough for them, but two times a week just seems appropriate. At some point, if you go more than like a couple times a week, then your vagina starts to hurt. (laughs) I just, it just, well, too, like, I don't know, you know, like, I, I, I I don't know. Two times seems plenty. One time, two times, whatever. Well, I'm glad you guys are working on keeping the spice alive. Yeah. We, we like to communicate, you know, we like yeah. to express what our needs and wants are. Okay. Now, my my last question. All right, hit me with it. Do you, because you were 14 and, and found this man and you guys are kind of living your happily ever after. Yeah. Do you like believe in, in soulmates? Ooh, yeah. <laughs> do yeah. you believe in soulmates or like there's one person for everyone out there? Or do you believe in that there's multiple people mm-hmm. like, for people like a person so I think that everyone probably has like a set number so like my number might be different than your number but Mm -hmm. I have a number you know and in my opinion my number is one and maybe someone else's is like two or three yeah but I really think he's my person I don't think I have another person I I might have somebody who's like nice and whatever blah, blah blah but honestly I'll never know because I think you know this about me you know like when people die and you say like when they start like when they're questioning if they should like move on from their significant other and then some sweet family member sitting on the bench next to them in the movie and they say is this really what she would have wanted you to be sitting alone at home in the dark 
And, and then they'll be like, no, that's not, they'd want me to get back out there. That's not what I want. Like, that's not what I want. <laughs> I told Alex I would haunt him if he ever moved on beyond me. And then like, but he knows I'm dead ass serious. Like I, there is nobody, he should not be, he should only be with me. <laughs> you need <laughs> to be, your life. you need mm-hmm. to be Italian. Cause I think the Italians. Still- I am Italian, Aaron. I didn't know that. But oh my gosh. Well, then this will work out great for you because my high school Spanish teacher, profe, she, her husband. That just means teacher, I'm pretty sure. I know, but we called her profe. Okay. Okay. But she, her husband died before I ever was in her class. Mm -hmm. And she's 100% Italian. And Mm -hmm. she, her family disowned her because she wouldn't wear black the rest of her life. Oh, yeah. So, yeah, I disown her too. <laughs> now to anybody who's listening to this and went to high school with me, like, sorry, I don't, I'm not fact checking this, but like, I remember her telling the story. So anyways. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, I mean, I truly do. I want to, spoiler alert, if you haven't seen the end of the notebook, I want to die notebook style, like, like with an L shaped, like arm crisscross situation together. So, I mean, I, he does not have permission <laughs> to move on with his life and neither do I I don't have permission to move on with mine either so it goes both ways and we're not it, that's not gonna happen because we're gonna die old peacefully in our bedrooms with the l-shaped hands at the exact same time we've already agreed to that and you know I set goals and I achieve them <laughs> so but to soulmates yeah I mean I think he's mine I can't speak for other people and I think I think people have seasons you know that saying of like seasons reasons and Mm-hmm. you come in for a season reason and the other thing that rhymes with yeah those I, words. I know what um, you mean though maybe it's like reason season in a lifetime it might be that but reason anyway i i think alex is my person and i think other people could have multiple people but or i think people could have multiple journeys to reaching their their soulmate or they have a soulmate and then something happens and they're not with them anymore. And so they find the next best thing. So I don't know, like I'm open for other people, but mm-hmm. in their journeys, but Alex is the, is it, is it. And like, I'm happy about that. So, you know, that's yeah. Good. yeah. Yeah. And if you ever come for him in my afterlife, <laughs> best believe I'm haunting you. So not you, I'm talking to our listeners. <laughs> Oh my gosh. <laughs> yeah. 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 Well, anyway. Did you have anything you wanted to add before we end or? No, I, I don't think so. I think. So marriage rocks is what you're saying. Marriage rocks. <laughs> I love the commitment. I love, I love the consistency. I love the routine. I love all of that. And that's what works for us. Mm -hmm. I'm not saying every married couple does the same thing every single day. That's just what Alex and I do. We do the same thing every day and we find so much joy in those things. So yeah, I think everyone's marriage can be different. Ours is just very routined and planned and I love it. I love it so much. I love waking up every day and fighting with him about waking the kids up (laughs) it brings me so much joy (laughs) 
Would you say your dreams are his dreams and his dreams are your dreams? Oh yeah. I don't even know if he has dreams at this point. <laughs> I plan his entire life. <laughs> I literally like he walks downstairs and he's like, Kelsey does this match. <laughs> like he doesn't even think or make decisions for himself. And I live for that. So mm-hmm. yeah, I don't, I think we are exactly where we're supposed to be. There are other married couples who are exactly where they're supposed to be. And sometimes I look and I'm like, gosh, it would be nice if Alex would do this, this, or this, like, you know, that maybe another mm-hmm. husband is doing, but then I'm like, but gosh, I'd actually hate him if he did this, that, and the other thing, you know, like the, you know, and mm-hmm. so I, yep. I remind myself of that often. Like he, I'm sure there are things he wishes I did, but cook (laughs) that I'll just never do. And so similar, if I have to throw away his can every day, then I guess I will. (laughs) Cause it's all, it's all good except for those cans or the drill from another episode, you know, (laughs) damn drill away. So is it still on his desk or wherever it was? Well, the other day he, I think he did put it away because now our counters are really pretty. Okay. So okay. he can't leave anything on the counter yeah. anymore. Not with those beautiful countertops. No, not with those beautiful countertops that he would, he knows he would be dismembered if he ruined those countertops. So with a drill. So yeah. Well, Kelsey. Yeah. We did it. We did it. And (laughs) I am happy that you and Alex are happy and that Mm -hmm. you guys are solid. If anyone was wondering what I was alluding to in the argument question, I told them one time when I was living together that you guys are solid. Solid. (laughs) Argument styles. (laughs) Yeah. Because we argue pretty dirty. Like people, if they weren't like psychoanalyzing us would think that we're... And just like observing us would, you know, would think we're crazy. I mean, like aggressive. Yeah. <laughs> but we, we're not. We're wonderful, I guess. Well, solid <laughs> as a rock. <laughs> That's the name of this episode. <laughs> yes. Solid. Oh, that is a good name for this episode. Yep. <laughs> solid as rock. <laughs> well, should I take us out today? Take us out, Aaron. Okay. Well, everyone, thanks for listening. Once again, if you liked what you heard in today's episode, make sure to subscribe to the podcast and don't forget to follow us on Instagram at casual and committed podcast. And remember, if you want to hear the MMA underground fighter story, we got to get to 500 followers on Instagram, 500 followers. So tell your friends, family, your ex-boyfriend, your (laughs) ex-girlfriend, your your partners, whoever to listen yes it's such a good story well anyways thank you everyone (laughs) all right Bye. bye